I'm Lee. And I'm Joe. And we are the Rewinders, queuing up movies that we used to watch as kids, watching them now as adults, seeing if they hold up. This week, The Dark Crystal. 1982, Dark Crystal. 36? 34 years old. So that's going to give you an idea of what movie. Yeah. Well, we're old, and so now everything's nostalgia now, and Hollywood wants to give us Jim Henson, big deal. Uh, so, growing up, he did everything. He was, uh, <laughs> he was, I mean, Muppet, all the Muppet movies, uh, Fraggle Rock. The TV show. The TV show. Muppet Babies. Um, really? Was he involved with Muppet Babies at all, or? I don't know, he made the Muppets. <laughs> he made the Muppets. So, okay, what did you think of... What did you think of then? the Dark Crystal then, when you were a kid? Then. What's the first thing that you... Well, yeah, when... Uh, you, yeah. The first thing that I would say that uh, my impression of it as a youngin watching it was... It was kind of scary, but it was safe scary. <sighs> That's what I would remember, too. When, yeah, before I watched it recently, it, the, I got the movie, was about to watch it, and realized... What is... What do I remember about this movie? I don't remember the plot really. I remember it being scary, but not, not too bad, but just weird. I just remember weird would be the best way to describe it. Yeah, being an adult and trying to describe it would be weird. Should we try to describe the plot, or more of our feelings as a kid, as kids of what it was, or, well, maybe, or trying to remember yeah, what our impression of the story, if we can remember that okay. as much as we can. Let's see. Yeah, memory. Mem- what, what memories did we have? Um, my one of my big memories was um, the the lady puppet. Um, her name is. Look in your notes. My notes, because I wanted to sound like she, I had myself only, together. Yeah, I remember her only having one eye. Yep. And being grouchy and horns. And that's it. Ulgra. Ulgra, okay. Yeah, and she, and, to me, was the scariest thing. of The The Skeksis were not as scary really? as she was to me. What scared me the most was in the scene of, I don't, and that's a problem with the movie, and we'll get to that, is I don't remember any of their names except for Jen, who was the, the male hero. But the scariest scene was the little slave creatures, when they were getting drained of their, drained of their life force. That I remember being... Oh, that's not. They're so, they look so pathetic. The way that they were designed by Jim Henson and uh, um, Brian Froud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He designed all the there. all the goblins and stuff like that. But that's what I remember. Of just, I don't know what's going on, but those sad little things are getting their life drained out. Yeah. And then, as an adult, it's I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> but we're in a weird world where they put a lot of great effort and time into making awesome costumes and detail to everything, but the, but not really a story. Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> what am I supposed to be... But, I mean, it was served up to you as a kid so simply that it didn't matter what yeah. was going on, and it, it, it keeps reiterating things to you along the way, so it kind of helps you focus on what little story there is there. So a, a kid who may be, you know, okay. breaking away is always told, okay, this is happening. Now this is going to happen. That's now true. This I didn't is think about happen. it that way. That's really true. It's annoying as an adult. Maybe that's why it annoyed me as an adult. <laughs> and as a kid, it was it didn't, 
I didn't really think about it. Yeah, it didn't matter that I would understand the plot is this is kind of interesting and cool and different and scary. Okay, was Jen naked in the very beginning? Was yes. Kind of that was Yes, upsetting. Jen was naked. That was upsetting. <laughs> as an adult or as a child? I don't remember that as a child. I just remember, <laughs> I don't remember that as a child, but as an adult, as, here's your introduction of a garden scene and your main character, Jen. Uh, but in that world, in that time, in that place, well, what he's doing, it makes sense. He's a, he's a fairy elf type character, so I understand that, but oh, he couldn't put some pants on for me. Now, did he have abs? No, uh, if I remember correctly, he was very smooth, like he looked, tubes. I think he was even glistening, yes, he was all yep, tubes. Because he was wet, because he just was bathing. Uh, don't talk about it. <laughs> okay, let's get past that. All right, well, should we talk about the plot, I guess, um, before I interrupted you? Oh, man. I mean, we'll be done with a plot analysis <laughs> in the matter of a few sentences. Okay, yeah, do, do a plot. Uh, so All right. if, anyone, if no one knows what we're talking about. Okay, so the plot of this movie is <laughs> there's a world and there's these uh, beings that, even though they were basically like all-powerful, said, eh, and they they screwed it up. So uh, every thousand years it happens. The three sons line up. They look like an eyeball, and it's never really explained nothing's, why nothing's or how. Explained. So then uh, there's a a group of people. Uh, they're not people. They they are the elflings. Gelflings. All you have to do is add a G in front of elves, yep. and then you're good. Same thing though, basically. And uh, they have a... A prophecy. Yes, there's a prophecy. <laughs> somehow that starts up within their uh, culture saying that... Somehow. Oh, in the next cycle of a thousand years, the Gelflings will be the one to make everything better. Just tossing you into the fact that yeah. there's this Gelfling mm -hmm. on a hero's quest. Save the crystal. And all I could think of was... Uh... The Crystal Method song. And that's the very first note I made yep. from their album Vegas. Yep. The opening track, Trip Like I Do. The monologue from the beginning it, of the movie the is kind of chopped up, but it's It's, it's made in shorter, there. but yeah, the monologue at the very beginning telling you all this information. You have to go on your quest. Your quest yep. is complete. Yep. That's all the story and is. No, there's no character development and nothing else happened. Just, oh, you did it? Great. Yeah, and no one learns a lesson. There was no lessons. Yep, there was... No, no sacrifice. No, no one dynamically changes their personality or attitude to anything. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it is now as an adult, seeing, like, as a kid, like, that's freaky looking, that's weird. The attack scene between the Landstriders and the yes. crab things, yes. that was probably the, like, moment as a kid of being like, oh no, these nice things. That yeah, they the, look the horse type things are mm -hmm. gonna, are being murdered. One gets thrown off a cliff, and the other one just, just gets, gets mauled. And yeah, a, yeah, your imagination takes over because it doesn't show you. I mean, yeah, there's no gore or anything like no. that at all. But definitely screeching sounds and and things like that. That yeah, healthy imagination. But that's the, that's the thing for the eighties. Yeah, they. Didn't care. Oh, nope, no, this is what happens. You're... There is a lot of murder in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of murder. And, and they even and that... use the word mm -hmm. murder, like, right out of the gates. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen now for, yeah, kids' movies. Now it's, nope, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Everything will be safe. No, no, 
You're, you're yeah, going up against evil things that are going to kill you. Yeah. They didn't pull any punches when it came to death in this mm-hmm. movie. I don't know how long the movie was, but it felt like oh, maybe a little too long. I don't know. I didn't look at how long it was, <laughs> my to be honest. Okay. But good things about the movie. Good things. Good things about the movie. Obviously, the character design of, yes. of almost everything. Out of all the characters, the Algra character had the most detail. Mm-hmm. When she breathed, her yeah. face moved. Yeah. She moved her nose, her eyeball. Yeah, her, her one eye- eyeball was <laughs> moved very well. Um, there were some details I could have gone without, but whatever. And then, and, and yeah, I think that's what it was. Sometimes too much with the with the bad vulture guys yeah, when they're when they're sucking the or getting the essence from the slaves. The putting like um, so their skin and bone kind of looking. Mm-hmm. They get a little more flesh added to them around their cheeks and their hands. That all that looked great. And then, but you're right. Yeah, maybe less less would have been better to see things, but. It, Having to know now, knowing that there's a person in there, there's a person in the costume. You Not have all the time, though. Animatronics. It was, it because was, it went back and forth. Yeah, went, yeah. they changed. They it went back, back and forth, forth from from animatronics to a person in a costume running around with a head on, going back and forth. But just all the technical stuff they had to do. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I wrote down too was that in these huge set pieces, uh, they got to explore the space, and mm-hmm. it didn't feel. Like um, when you watch like a Sesame Street episode, where it's a very two yeah. D interaction. You with know these that puppets. too. That they're just yeah in one spot. Whereas here, the puppets get to explore much vaster areas in in the frame, and uh, on top of it, for the most part, the puppeteers gave the puppets weight. Yeah, and there were times that they didn't, but the it times is. that they did. Great. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of really good puppetry being done in that it's movie. It's just amazing. No, uh, technical level, what they had to do and contort your a certain way to move move everything in a set. And now I'm seeing behind the scenes of, of just, yeah, just like Sesame Street and a Muppet Show and how there would be the puppeteers would be laying almost on top of each other and looking at one monitor. says, yeah, one person moves the hand, one person moves the arm. Mm-hmm. Just all that before... I'm sure they had some remote control stuff, but just amazing. So, would you recommend this movie? <laughs> I think it's a hard recommendation, to be honest. Because it really has a lot of baggage having it... Have, you had to watch it as a kid to have yeah, fond memories of it. That's, I mean, my vision of this movie is heavily biased, because mm-hmm. I watched it as a kid, and I watched it many times, and then... Uh-huh. Purchased the DVD in 99, and I don't know how many times I've watched it. Not much recently, but um, I've kept it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm biased because this is one of my childhood favorites. And I, but I can so, honestly see it and you... go, people who did not grow up with this, people who were uh-huh. born, you know, not before or during the 80s, and possibly the 90s. <laughs> <sighs> So you say that's a not recommend for you if you if you didn't have nostalgia already. I think it's hard to pitch it to a newer generation because mm-hmm. they have computer graphics and all this other stuff, and when they see these laser beams coming out of these puppets' eyes, 
And when you see the Gelflings, which are a major character in the movie, and their face does nothing. They have big eyes, and they can move just a little part of the end of their mouth, go, and that's it, yes. And that's the problem, is you you can't be too excited or interested in the main characters, because they have no facial, no emotion to their faces, because they're just... Yeah. They look interesting, but they can't... The technology wasn't there. Yeah. So for me, it's the opposite. I saw the movie maybe once when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And so... When you said, oh, let's watch this one, it was, I don't remember almost anything about the movie except being creepy. And then watching it as an adult, yeah, and now I can appreciate all the work, and Jim Henson was amazing in it, and I've seen all his other stuff. This is the one that was just, as a kid, just, no, it really didn't, didn't grab me. And as an adult, nope, same thing, didn't grab me, so I would definitely not recommend it for just putting it in a movie, but if you are interested in the technical aspect of it, how they made it, exactly. the art design, all that—it's fantastic. It's a, if it's, you have interest in, in puppetry fan- and fantasy and fantasy, yes, then watch yes, it. just watch it. But if you're just going in cold and be like, <laughs> yeah, "Hey, kid, let's watch a movie. Let's watch a fun movie." It's not—it's not really fun. It's just kind of there. It's slow at points, but but I, I can yeah. see why in the '80s. You could pop this in, mm-hmm. and uh, your kids or kid would be yep. at least locked in. Yep. Shut them up. <laughs> All right. I think that's good. All right. So, if you want to contact us to give us some suggestions or just to say hello, you can reach us at the Rewinders Podcast at gmail.com or we're on Facebook. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. 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 